Why, Lord, do you stand far off? Why do you hide yourself in times of trouble? In his arrogance, the wicked man hunts down the weak who are caught in the schemes he devises. He boasts about the cravings of his heart. He blesses the greedy and reviles the Lord. In his pride, the wicked man does not see him. In all his thoughts, there is no room for God. His ways are always prosperous. Your laws are rejected by him. He sneers at all his enemies. He says to himself, nothing will ever shake me. He swears, no one will ever do me harm. Psalm 10, verses 1 through 6. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to the Legion of Michael podcast. Thank you once again for joining me. I hope you appreciated last week's show and the show before that and so on and so forth, and I hope that you'll enjoy this one. You may have seen the, uh, well, you saw the <laughs> the title. It says, Praying Angry? Question mark. Yes, uh, recently I was, uh, I was angry. Someone had... Someone had had done something to me, towards me, spoken to me in such a way that I was not happy about it. You weren't happy about it. No, I wasn't happy about it. And I went off by myself, and I stood there, and I I thought about how angry I was, and I thought, I, I actually wrote this down in my notebook. I said, is it okay to pray angry? Is it okay to pray while you're frustrated. Should you pray angry? Should you pray while you're frustrated? Or should you instead wait until you have a calm spirit? That's a, that's a good question. Uh, should you pray while you're angry? If, if you're feeling anger or frustration or if you're pissed off, should you go to God, should you go to God at your father, and should you pray to him, or should you hold it back and try and work through it yourself? Now, some of you are out there, you're like, well, duh, obviously you should, and then some of you might be, well, no, you should never go to God with anger in your heart or frustration in your heart or whatever you want to call it, pissed offness. Is that a thing? Is that a word, pissed offness? If you're feeling those feelings, you should you should go away. And when I think about that, I think that's probably how the Jews used to think and behave. You can't enter into the temple to, into, unless you have a clean heart or a clean spirit. Or if you're feeling anger or whatever, don't do that. And Jesus himself said, he goes, if you have something against your neighbor and you're on your way to to uh, to make a sacrifice, stop. Go settle it with your neighbor and then come make your sacrifice with a clean heart. But I'm not talking about making a sacrifice. I'm talking about actually coming to God. And who better than to talk to, to refer to, to go back to than 
Well, our, our mentor, our guide, King David. And as you know, or you should know, the book of Psalms is basically a book of prayers or prayers that are sung or that are put into hymns, but it's a book of prayers. It's a prayer book that uh, King David wrote when he was reaching out to the Lord. And the one that we read you at the very beginning was Psalm number 10. And, and according to my, which which version is this? I think it's NASV, New American Standard Version. It's the New American Standard Bible, 1977 uh, edition, not the modern one where they take out the word man and put in substitute the word person. Boy, does that annoy me, but that's a story for another day. In Psalm 10, it's listed as a prayer for the overthrow of the wicked. And David is coming to God, and he says, Why dost thou stand afar off? Why dost thou stand afar off, O Lord? Why dost thou hide thyself in times of trouble? Does that sound like David is happy? Does it sound like he's content and joyous at that moment? It kind of sounds like David's frustrated. It sounds like King David is dealing with some frustration just then. Now, we read through verse uh, verses 1 through 6, and then uh, it goes on to say, He sits in the lurking places of the villages. In the hiding places, he kills the innocent. His eyes stealthily watch for the unfortunate. He lurks in the hiding places as a lion in his lair. He lurks to catch the afflicted. He catches the afflicted when he draws him into his net. He crouches, he bows down, and the unfortunate fall by his mighty ones. He says to himself, God has forgotten. He has hidden his face. He will never see it. And then in verse 12, our boy King David continues, and he, this is a prayer of supplication. He's asking for something. He says, Arise, O Lord, O God, lift thy hand. Do not forget the afflicted. Why has the wicked spurned God? He has said to himself, Thou wilt not require it. Thou hast seen it, for thou hast beheld mischief and vexation to take it into thine hand. The unfortunate commits himself to thee. Thou hast been a helper of the orphan. Break the arm of the wicked and the evildoer. Seek out his wickedness until thou dost find none. The Lord is king forever and ever. Nations and perish from the land. O Lord, thou hast the desire of the humble. Thou wilt strengthen their heart. Thou wilt incline thine ear to vindicate the orphan and the oppressed, that man, that man who is of the earth may cause terror no more. You're like, wow, that's a lot. That, that doesn't sound like the Lord is my shepherd. That sounds like, hey, God, why are we allowing, why are you allowing these wicked men, these evil men to do evil things? Sounds a little bit frustrated. Now, in... Psalm 13, King David starts out, and he says, How long, O Lord, wilt thou forget me forever? 
Let me start that over again. How long, O Lord? Question mark. Wilt thou forget me forever? How long wilt thou hide thy face from me? How long shall I take counsel in my soul, having sorrow in my heart all the day? How long will my enemy be exalted over me? Consider and answer me, O Lord, my God. Enlighten mine eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. Lest my enemies say, I have overcome him. Lest my adversaries rejoice when I am shaken. But I have trusted in thy loving kindness. My heart shall rejoice in thy salvation. I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. So to the question... To the question, should we pray when we're frustrated, when we're annoyed, when we're angry? Maybe we got a little bit of pissed off going on. Maybe somebody has done us wrong or is planning to do us wrong, or we've discovered that someone is planning to do us wrong or has swindled us or whatever. Someone is trying to force us to take a poison shot that could potentially kill us. And we're not happy about it. Should we wait until we're happy, until we go to God? No. The answer is no. I believe based upon the writings and the words of King David in the book of Psalms, the answer is no. The time is now. If you're angry, if you're frustrated, if you're feeling angst in your heart, stop. Rather than try and deal with it yourself, what have we talked about previously? What do we do as men? We always try and solve our own problems. We try and solve our own problems like, well, I'm not going to bother God with that. I'm not going to bother him with that. I'm going to deal with it myself. I'm going to solve that problem myself. And then after I've solved that problem myself, then I will come to him and say, hey, look what I did. Is that what he wants for us? Is that what Christ teaches us? Solve your own problems, and then after you've tried to solve your own problems, then go to God your Father? No, it's the exact opposite. He said, go to him with every care and need in your heart, even if you're angry, even if someone's done you wrong, even if people are plotting against you, even if you're frustrated. Boy, I tell you what, if you read the, the, the book of Psalms, and there's a lot of them. I, mean, I think there's, a, what, 151, 157, something like that. I need to memorize that. I know there's at least 150 Psalms. That's a lot of Psalms. And when you read those, you're like, man, 
King David must, he was, there were some times when he was super joyous and there were some times when he was really annoyed and angry and frustrated and you can see it in those words. Ah, but what did God say about David? Consider David a man after our own heart. (laughs) So if David was writing Psalms, was praying even when he was frustrated, even when he was angry, I think it's okay for us to do that. As a matter of fact, that's probably what you should do. Instead of remaining angry or remaining frustrated or having that angst in your heart and trying to fix it all yourself, maybe stop and pray. Maybe by the time you're done praying, you're going to feel better. Maybe that's what your heavenly father wants. How many of you are fathers out there? How many of you are fathers and you've had children who have come to you with a problem and now the problem is worse or they feel bad or they feel worse than they felt before because they tried to fix the problem themselves, they were unable to, and now they're even more frustrated, they're even more angry with themselves because they tried to fix it themselves, they failed, now they finally, they finally come to you. And you look down at your child and you say, if you would have just, if you would have come to me at first, if you would have come to me at the very beginning of your frustration or your anger or your angst, if you would have come to me and brought your problem to me at the very beginning, I could have helped you. And we would have saved all of this. We would, you wouldn't be feeling the way you are now because we would have already dealt with that problem. And you look at your child and you say, in the future, <laughs> will, you, will you, you promise to come to me first? Come to me first. Don't wait. That is what our Heavenly Father wants for us. He said to us, come to me first. Don't take all that anger and frustration. Don't take it and try and fix it all yourself. And then it gets worse and worse and it compounds and then finally you break down and you come to me. Come to me first. Maybe I can help you out. That is what our father wants for us. If you are a father, that's what you want for your children, right? You don't want your children. When you find out that your children have been struggling with a problem by themselves, that they they didn't want to bring it to you, they're embarrassed to bring you that problem, they didn't want to, to bother you with it, or they were afraid that you would think less of them if they brought you that problem, and you look at them and you're like, no, I, of course I wouldn't have thought less of you. That's not even a chance. There's not even a chance that would have happened. That's the relationship that our God wants us to have with him. So yes, if you are angry, if you are frustrated, or if you're feeling pissed off, Stop trying to deal with it yourself. Right now, stop. Get down on your knees, fold your hands, whatever you need to do, and give it to God. Give it, take it to God, your Father. That's the example of, that's what St. King Solomon did, and that's what he wants for you to do. All right, thank you to everybody who uh, purchased the Legion of Michael book uh, recently. Thank you to everybody who signed up for the training. Uh, And if you didn't get in on the last enrollment, go there now. Uh, Get in on the list. Get on the enrollment list. And as soon as the the class opens, as soon as a a class is open for enrollment, you will be told. We want you guys to share this. We want you guys to enjoy it. I hope that you are enjoying it. And I'm 
grateful for the opportunity to sit behind this microphone and deliver these words to you. Let's close as we always do with the warrior's prayer. Lord, I come before you seeking the strength and the skill to overcome my enemies. Grant me, I pray, the wisdom to recognize evil, the courage to confront it, and the strength to destroy it. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.